Warning, this episode contains content that may be disturbing to some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. In the summer months, animals flourish, trees grow tall, and flowers bloom. But hidden amongst nature's seemingly benign smile is something far more toxic and sinister. Plants which impart not just beauty, but poison, causing a painful, violent, and twisted death. It was once believed that wolfsbane could protect against werewolves, and it is still used in some parts of the world to ward off packs of wolves from livestock. But even when removed from the myths of the old world, wolfsbane is still just as deadly today as it ever was. Wolfsbane possesses several other, more macabre names, including Monk's Hood, Devil's Helmet, and Queen of All Poisons. You don't need to eat wolfsbane for it to kill you, although it most certainly will, but just touching the hooded flower is enough to send you to an early grave. The nausea will hit just before the uncontrollable vomiting, followed by an intense burning sensation throughout the body, and you'll lose control of your own movements as a powerful neurotoxin takes over. Finally, after two to six hours, the heart becomes paralyzed and death follows soon after. Some victims are not so lucky and suffer a long, prolonged death over several days. Treatments exist, but wolfsbane often proves fatal. To this day, it grows wild in North America and throughout Europe, killing people on a regular basis. One notable victim was a Canadian actor, Andre Clarence Noble, who died in 2004 after ingesting the plant during a hike, mistaking it for a harmless herb. In 2014, Nathan Greenaway from Aldershot, England, brushed up against the plant while gardening and later died. And most notoriously, in 2009, Lakvir Singh poisoned her lover with the plant. Unfortunately, wolfsbane poisoning is all too common, as people often unknowingly plant it in their gardens, hoping to brighten it up, but instead risk suffering an agonizing death. It's not just on land where we must fear nature's poisons, but the sea, too, which hides many terrifying secrets beneath its waves. Imagine lazily swimming in the sea with the sun beating down upon you when suddenly the surrounding water turns crimson, as if the sea itself is bleeding. This is the red tide, also known as a Karenia bloom, a type of algae or plankton that grows and reproduces at an astonishing rate, consuming the oxygen in the water and producing vast amounts of waste toxins. The poisons engulf everything they touch, contaminating marine life and putting human health at grave risk. The swirling mass of death can appear without warning on the safest of shores, lasts for months at a time, and the blooms range in color from green to a menacing blood red. Fish that feed on the algae become poisonous, and if contaminated shellfish are eaten by humans, this can cause shellfish poisoning, which can result in memory loss, severe abdominal pain, and even permanent paralysis. But even avoiding seafood doesn't mean you're safe. Red tide can contaminate the air, 
where the wind carries the toxins far from shore. Breathing in the mist, which is often invisible to the naked eye, can result in gasping for air, even miles away from the coast. Nightshade. It's pleasing to the eye. It bears dark, enticing berries, but one bite, and it's good night. The seeds, berries, flowers, stalks, and leaves of the nightshade plant are all capable of killing. Even when bees gather nectar from it, the resulting honey is highly toxic to human beings. Despite these dangers, lower doses of deadly nightshade have been used in herbal medicine for centuries. But measuring the correct dose requires meticulous expertise, and any misstep can be fatal. It only takes a couple of berries for a curious or hungry child to ingest a fatal dose of the plant also known as the devil's herb, or witch's berries. And the descent to death is agonizing. The vision blurs, the heart races out of control, pain builds in the abdomen, and finally delirium overtakes the victim, causing confusion and psychosis. Unlike many deadly plants, there is an antidote for deadly nightshade, but sadly, it is often administered all too late. Most deadly plants are ingested or touched by accident, but in some cases, they are taken deliberately with the belief that they will heal. Instead, they cause brutal damage to the human body. Birthwort has a bloody history. It was, and in some instances still is, used as an herbal remedy, but it wreaks havoc on those who ingest it. Many centuries ago, it was believed to have healing powers and was used to assist with childbirth, hence its name. Academics speculate that the herbal use of birthwort could have resulted in thousands of childbirth deaths and may even have significantly contributed to infant mortality. Now, through advances in medicine, the dangers of birthwort are well documented, though it has still caused profound harm over the years. In the 1990s, in Belgium, a doctor noticed a significant increase in the number of women developing kidney problems visiting his practice. Eventually, the cause was found. Birthwort was being sold locally as an herbal weight loss aid. Over 100 people were diagnosed with kidney failure as a result, and many required kidney transplants to survive. Some developed cancer after ingesting the plant regularly. Most poisonous plants act quickly, but the birthwort does not. It is a slow, painful process which can take years to debilitate, causing complete kidney damage and even death. The phrase, an apple a day keeps the doctor away, has its merits, but some fruit is forbidden with good reason. Mystery surrounds the manchineal tree, which produces the apple of death. The tree is toxic from root to tip, but some of its toxins remain unidentified even today. Standing underneath the tree during a downpour can result in poisoning. As the sap mixes with rainwater, it drips onto the skin and causes a severe allergic reaction. Even using the manchineal tree as firewood produces smoke that can damage the human eye. But of all its poisons, the most dangerous is the one hanging from its branches. Delicious-looking apples lure in unsuspecting humans and animals into taking a bite, a decision they quickly regret. The apple of death causes a person's insides to begin to bleed, leading to shock and infection. Soon, the throat tightens, 
making it nearly impossible to swallow food or even your own saliva. The apple of death reportedly tastes sweet before it turns on your intestines and digestive system. This is one apple that should be left alone. Many poisonous plants act as a sedative, but one plant does the opposite, supercharging the metabolism to dangerous levels, and for those afflicted, it is an excruciating experience. Water hemlock contains a toxin so powerful it causes neuronal depolarization, which affects the brain at a cellular level, changing the electrical charge of the neurons. Soon after ingestion, victims suffer from painful and debilitating seizures, vomiting, tremors, dizziness, and confusion. The body temperature increases to dangerous levels as the blood becomes more acidic. Meanwhile, the brain swells and the kidneys fail. Hallucinations soon follow, and finally the patient can no longer breathe without using a ventilator, inducing a coma. Very few survive, and those who do suffer from amnesia, twitching, and anxiety. No antidote currently exists for water hemlock poisoning, making it all the more dangerous. The plant continues to be ingested accidentally because it is mistaken for wild carrots or parsley. Even experienced foragers have been known to make this mistake, which often turns out to be their last. Water hemlock is a weed, as are its variants. It grows anywhere, on abandoned grounds, in farmers' fields, in the woods, and maybe even in your own garden. If you enjoy a nice, cool glass of milk every once in a while, you might think twice after hearing about the highly toxic white snake root. Also known as richweed, the white snake root is particularly nasty. Native to eastern and central North America, this impressive flowering plant can stand nearly five feet tall. However, this seemingly innocuous plant has killed thousands of people with a deadly neurotoxin called Tremetol. If a person ingests it, they shake uncontrollably, experience agonizing abdominal pain, and severe vomiting. Eventually, the patient slips into delirium and suffers from an unquenchable thirst, which all culminates in a coma, or in some cases, death. Treatment for the poison is scarce, and you may not know you've ingested it until it's far too late. Animals, most notably cows, tend to eat the plant, which passes into their milk, and even pasteurization does not eliminate the risk of being poisoned. Many speculate that this is what killed Abraham Lincoln's wife, Nancy, in addition to thousands of others during the time period. It's for this reason that white snake root poisoning is often called milk sickness, and while it is rare today, several unlucky souls ingest it every year. Of all the deadly plants in the world and their painful side effects, giant hogweed might just be the strangest. Known also as hogsbane, this plant can reach nearly 20 feet high and is often found in Central Asia. It is so invasive that it is actively outlawed in other parts of the world, and it's easy to understand why. The giant hogweed produces a sap that sticks to the skin of those who walk or fall into its leaves. At first, this causes some minor irritation, a rash, and some itching. But the sap is also phototoxic. When light from the sun hits the sap, it kickstarts a chemical reaction that burns the affected person's skin, causing agonizing blisters to form. 
The burning torture continues for up to 48 hours and leaves behind a strange purple and black scar, which can take years to disappear. The giant hogweed is a prime example of nature's brutality. Not only does it cause pain and suffering for days, but it leaves its mark, likely in more ways than one. Shamans, herbalists, and modern medicine practitioners utilize countless species of plants to treat and cure diseases. But nature is not always so friendly, and there is one plant that has allegedly driven some of its victims to suicide. The stinger, the moonlighter, gimpy gimpy, or the suicide plant, is a toxic plant found in the rainforest of northeastern Australia. It has large heart-shaped leaves and bears an edible fruit to entice those who pass by. But picking such a fruit comes with horrific consequences. Thousands of hollow hairs cover the plant, piercing the skin on contact and spreading a powerful stinging and burning sensation. Soon, red spots form and the skin blisters, with the extent of the pain nearly unbearable. Its after-effects can last for days or even months, and stories of its agony continue to be told. The first recorded account was in 1866 when a horse accidentally brushed against the plant and writhed in pain for hours before dying. Locals continue to tell tales of horses throwing themselves off of cliffs just to silence the agony. More recently, Marina Hurley, a researcher in the field of stinging trees, was badly stung and described the sensation as being burnt with hot acid and electrocuted at the same time. And in 1994, a soldier was strapped to a hospital bed for three weeks to stop him from harming himself because the pain was so intense. He also told the story of an army officer who used the plant's leaves as toilet paper and later allegedly shot himself rather than endure the stinging any longer. After the hollow hairs have penetrated the skin, a cool breeze or a hot shower can be excruciating, turning life into a months-long miserable nightmare that some have not survived. This flowering plant found in South America and Europe is anything but angelic. Its poison has the power to corrode a person's entire psyche and sense of reality, resulting in a painful and manic death as the walls of sanity cave in. Every part of the angel's trumpet is highly toxic, but the leaves and seeds are particularly deadly and have a horrifying effect on a person's mental stability. When ingested, individuals can suffer hallucinations, convulsions, manic mood swings, uncontrollable sobbing, sexual excitement, and aggressive behaviors. Difficulty breathing and a rapid irregular heartbeat will then manifest into a potentially fatal downward spiral. The European Archives of Psychiatry and Clinical Neuroscience published one particularly brutal case where an 18-year-old drank tea made from the plant's flowers, which some tried to use recreationally. After approximately two hours, he disappeared into a garden shed and amputated his penis and part of his tongue with a pair of garden shears. When the man woke up in the hospital, he was completely unaware of the incident suffering from amnesia. Unfortunately, the doctors were unable to reattach his amputated body parts. 
Throughout the beginning of a human life, one will progressively learn of common dangers which pose mortal threats, as well as ways to prevent being harmed by such dangers. However, many people are not aware of the less conspicuous hazards that could potentially kill them. Today, we discuss 10 unsuspecting things that can actually kill you. The exquisite color of this mineral will undoubtedly attract gem collectors and rock or mineral collectors. But the truth of the matter is that this stone is extremely dangerous and should be handled with great caution. Calcanthite is a vibrantly colored blue-green water-soluble sulfate mineral found usually in desert regions. Moreover, calcanthite is an ore of copper, but due to its solubility, it can crystallize, dissolve, and recrystallize. In addition, calcanthite can also be grown synthetically. When submerged in water, calcanthite will turn the water to a blue-green color, just like the color of its crystals. Experts have noted that the taste of calcanthite is both sweet and metallic. However, this should never be tried as this fascinating mineral is lethal if ingested. Those who consume the contaminated water could very well die from copper poisoning. While certainly an intriguing mineral, it's probably best to leave handling it to geologists. There are few things that make people's skin crawl more than thinking a bug is creeping around our mouths while we're asleep, and we have no idea. Unfortunately, one such insect makes this unsettling event its goal. The kissing bug it is called by some, the assassin bug is called by others. These vile insects feed on the blood of vertebrates, although a few other species consume the blood of other invertebrates. Indoors, they are typically found in bedrooms, underneath pillows, and around mattresses. Their name comes from the fact that they usually suck the blood around the lips and face of sleeping human beings. Many species have the potential to carry Chagas disease to mammals, including humans. This parasitic sickness can increase the risk of death by two to three times. If untreated, this can cause heart, digestive, and neurological complications. Sadly, many people who are infected by the Chagas parasite are never properly diagnosed, as the symptoms are very similar to the flu. The symptoms can go away for years and later come back as heart disease. Many people die as a result. So perhaps the next time you go to bed, it might be a wise idea to check around your mattress, because you can never be too certain that a kissing bug isn't lying in wait. In life, it's generally true that too little or too much of something will ultimately have negative consequences. This includes, but is not limited to, sleeping. Too much or too little sleep, both can have pretty dire results in the end. Studies have shown that sleep duration has dropped 1.5 to 2 hours per night per person in the last 50 years. Even more startling, recent studies have shown that shortened sleep duration, which is less than 6 hours of sleep, can increase the risk of heart disease. 
Fifteen medical studies involving nearly 475,000 people discovered that short sleepers had a 48% chance of dying from coronary heart disease in a 7-25 to year period. In addition to this, the chances of dying from a stroke were also increased. It's also worth noting that long sleepers, which are individuals who sleep more than 9 hours, increase their chance of dying from heart disease or a stroke by 38%. The link between shortened and prolonged sleep and heart disease isn't entirely understood yet, as it is a fairly new area in research. Additionally, prolonged sleep can increase the risk of developing Parkinson's disease, and like the other risks involved, there's more medical exploration to be done in this area. In the end, it probably isn't a good idea to briefly or excessively sleep. Medical experts advise that adults should sleep 7 to 9 hours per night. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings from haunted houses to castles bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. Yet another beautiful stone with even more hazardous properties than the previous mineral discussed. Regrettably, for many of you in the audience, this could indeed be somewhere in your home. And it's hazardous because torbernite is a radioactive mineral. Due to its emerald green color, it's often sought after by gem collectors. Torbernite can be found in granite, so there could in fact be traces of this mineral in your granite countertops if you have them. When heated, torbernite will release radon gas, which can cause lung cancer if respired. It is for this reason that experts advise collectors to keep their samples of torbernite in gas-tight transparent containers. Unfortunately, those with real granite countertops may have already inhaled radon gas, depending on how significant the amount of radioactive material is within the granite. But I wouldn't worry too much. It's said that typically the radon is so far diluted in the air that it really shouldn't be hazardous to your health. So take a nice deep breath and know that you'll probably be just fine. At some point, there's always that dreaded time where you have to clean the bathroom. However, it's very possible that you could accidentally kill yourself while undertaking this seemingly mundane chore. The active ingredient in chlorine bleach is sodium hypochlorite. It can be found in most household disinfectant products. Most households also store ammonia and other acids for drain cleaners. Additionally, ammonia can be found in window cleaners and urine. Regrettably, many people have unknowingly mixed the two, especially when cleaning their toilet. When bleach and these acids are mixed, chloramines, which are toxic gases, are the result. When exposed to chloramine gases, symptoms include coughing, shortness of breath, chest pain, watery eyes, runny nose, nausea, fluid in the lungs, and if the exposure is high enough, even death. This deadly mixture of chemicals can also potentially cause an explosion. But even if that doesn't occur, the chemicals can boil and spray a scalding, toxic liquid. 
Ultimately, it's never a good idea to carelessly mix chemicals, as the outcome could indeed prove fatal. This creature may seem adorable and harmless, but surprisingly enough, it holds the potential to kill a human being. Slow lorises are a group of several species of nocturnal primates found in Southeast Asia. They can be characterized by their large eyes, equally long limbs, and flexible trunk, which allows them to twist and extend to branches within their reach. Their hands and feet both have pincer-like grips, so they can hold on to a branch for long periods of time. In addition, these seemingly mild primates have a deadly bite, one that releases a toxin that they use to stop predators and protect their younglings by coating them with it. The toxin is obtained by licking a gland on their elbow. A bite from a slow loris could prove fatal to a human being if they are allergic to the toxin. Most likely, you won't ever come across one of these primates, but if by some chance you do, it would be best to avoid the temptation of petting them. Water is an essential part of surviving, and while it's always important to stay hydrated, it's equally as important to not rapidly overhydrate. Water intoxication or hyponatremia is the result of ingesting excessive amounts of water within a brief period of time. This can cause the sodium levels of blood to become dangerously low. Within only an hour, symptoms will begin to show up. These symptoms include swelling in the brain, seizures, coma, and even death. Athletes are especially susceptible to this, as when they excessively sweat, they lose both water and electrolytes. Although they may drink plenty of water, their intake of electrolytes, especially sodium, may not be sufficient enough. If the intake of electrolytes isn't enough, they could easily experience water intoxication. Sadly, deaths have occurred from this. One tragic death in particular was that of 28-year-old Jennifer Strange, a woman who took part in a water drinking contest that promised a free Nintendo Wii to the winner. Jennifer, a wife and mother of three children, died shortly after the contest. Although she showed signs of experiencing water intoxication, no one took her seriously. Investigators estimated that the woman drank nearly two gallons of water during the contest. In conclusion, if you are dehydrated, it's better to drink small amounts of water frequently rather than intaking a large amount all at once. Sometimes some of the most dangerous animals are the ones we least expect. It has been estimated that cows are responsible for 22 deaths per year, and of those 22 deaths, 75% of the time the attacks were deliberate, and a third of the cows had previously exhibited aggressive behavior. This means that cows kill more people than sharks do per year, sharks being responsible for approximately five deaths annually. Out of the 21 deaths that occur within a four-state area, bulls were responsible for 10 of the deaths, cows were responsible for 6, and multiple cows were responsible for 5 of the deaths. Group attacks were well-coordinated. Studies have shown that when the cows are defensive, they assemble together in a circle. Those who have survived being attacked by cows rarely make it unscathed. Many are left permanently changed. 
One example was a cyclist and mountaineer who was leading a race through a pasture when out of nowhere a group of cows attacked him. Though he survived the unforeseen attack, he received fractures on his shoulder, spine, and eight of his ribs. Fortunately, being attacked by cows can be avoided by staying out of fields and farm property where cattle are known to roam. But if for some reason you do find yourself in such a dire situation, your chances of survival could be rather slim. People consume an average of 3,950 milligrams of sodium per day. And despite the regional daily differences, which range from 2,000 to 5,500 milligrams, the average is almost double what the World Health Organization recommends. This excessive salt consumption accounts for 2.3 million deaths from strokes, heart attacks, as well as other heart disease-related complications. Although sodium is necessary for the body to function, the salt consumption in the Western world exceeds the maximum recommendations. This unnecessary consumption has resulted in many negative health impacts, including cardiovascular disease, hypertension, and even certain cancers. And although the food industries have acknowledged the dangers of high sodium levels, it will be long before they can reduce the amount of salt they add into processed foods, as it's usually used to enhance flavor and prolong overall shelf life. Individuals with high blood pressure are more susceptible to developing heart disease from excessive intake of sodium. In order to combat this, it has been suggested by medical experts to eat more fruits, vegetables, and beans, which will increase their potassium levels, and this helps lower blood pressure. Unfortunately, deaths from disproportionate salt intake do not appear to be declining. We can only hope that someday people will live healthier lifestyles. There have undoubtedly been numerous occasions where we accidentally cut ourselves on something. Usually these cuts are very minor and we don't even need to bother giving them a second thought. However, it might be more sensible to apply antibiotic ointment because it may just save your life. Sepsis is a life-threatening complication that occurs when the body's response to infection causes damage to its own organs and tissues. Common symptoms include increased heart rate, increased breathing rate, fever, and confusion. Severe sepsis impacts more than a million Americans every year, with 15 to 30% of those people dying as a result, with that number continuing to rise. One very fortunate survivor was a man named Chris Aldred. One day he was moving his computer and he cut his finger on an object. Giving it little thought, he put on a band-aid and carried on with his life. However, two weeks later, he began to feel a sharp pain in his back. At first, he assumed he only pulled a muscle, but then over the next few days, the pain grew increasingly worse. By this time, Chris developed a fever. Then one night, when he was about to get up to go to the bathroom, he realized that his legs couldn't move. Immediately, he woke up his wife next to him, crying and asking her to promptly call an ambulance. Five days later, a mass was discovered in his back, which was constricting his nerves and causing paralysis. Initially, Aldred feared that it was cancer, but the doctors eventually determined that the mass was an abscess, the result of bacteria called Staphylococcus aureus entering the body through a wound. These bacteria are carried by 40% of people. 
When they enter the body, usually through a small cut that is not properly treated, the immune system reacts by combating the microorganisms. However, if the immune system is weak, the body can overreact to the infection, producing excessive amounts of pus. The healthy cells will then build a wall to enclose the attacked cells. In Aldred's case, this was how an abscess was formed. For those who are less fortunate, the chemicals that the body releases during sepsis can progress to septic shock, which can rapidly drop blood pressure, thus leading to death. Eventually, Aldred recovered and is now able to walk again, but many others have died from the same condition, entirely unaware of what they had. Perhaps next time you receive a minor cut, it might be wiser to treat it more seriously, instead of shrugging it off as just another cut. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow the Seriously Strange podcast so you don't miss what we've got in store for you. Watch the shadows and stay alive out there. Thanks to all of you for your support. The Seriously Strange podcast is made possible due in part to contributions made by our listeners like you. So if you would like to keep the Seriously Strange podcast online and accessible, please consider pressing the link that says support the show in the description of any podcast episode. You can then choose your preferred way to donate and send a contribution our way because we can't do this without our listeners support. If you decide to contribute, it's tremendously appreciated and we thank you so much. We read every single message included with each contribution, so feel free to include your comments or even make a request for a future topic. Thanks for listening. We've got a lot more in store for you. Take care and enjoy your next episode.